0: Hello, oh, hello and welcome back, everybody. My name is Jake Atnip. I'm here with Sean Dwyer for yet another episode in sports. So go ahead and say hello to the people, Sean. How you doing? All right. So this is episode number fourteen, if I'm not mistaken, and we're just got a little short episode. We just want to spitball a couple topics, uh, going off the cuff. We're gonna try and have a little bit of fun today. So. Uh, I haven't briefed Sean on the questions that and topics that we are going to uh, traverse today, but we're going to keep it short and sweet for you, and there's just a couple little things that I want to touch on. So, Sean, how you feeling about this little experiment here?
1: I'm interested.
0: Just interested?
1: We'll see how it goes.
0: All righty. So... Either way, you know, there, there's been a lot going on. Uh, we did our little farm system breakdown and touch on the finals. And now that everything's over with, the Cup's done, you know, the NBA finals done. We, we're not, we haven't done a full-blown show on these, but I want to make sure we touch on a couple topics. As everybody knows, the Warriors swept the Cavs and the Capitals beat Vegas pretty handily in the Stanley Cup. So we're going to go... From two storylines there. We're not going to talk about the series today. We'll do that in another podcast, I'm sure. We'll have a little bit of talk about it. But I want to ask something. We'll start off with the NHL. I want to ask, Sean, I know you're a a Facebook guy. You go on Instagram and check out the funny videos. So you've seen how crazy Alex Ovechkin has gone over the last week. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So tell me, what is your favorite Alex Ovechkin Stanley Cup activity that you have seen him partake in over the last week.
1: Well, I think it was a tie. It's a tie for me between the doing the keg stand on the Stanley Cup. That one, that one was pretty good.
0: Wasn't he uh, at the Nationals game?
1: Yeah, I don't know where the keg stand was, but I don't think it was at the Nationals game. But I,
0: I it might be like it to me. It looked like it to me. Everybody was in their Nationals gear, including Ovi. And I'm pretty sure he took the cup to the game, but I I can't be positive. But that looked like a pretty funny time when he got off that cup. Oh my God! I've never seen a Russian look so hammered.
1: Yeah, and then the other moment for me that was hilarious was the at the parade he was doing a speech, talking about what their goals were for the season before it started, and he said their goals were not to suck, <laughs> not to suck this year. So I, that- I think I think they approved or achieved that goal.
0: No, I think it's hilarious too. He, he literally went up there and was just like, we don't want to bleep and suck and just held up the cup and screamed. And that was just hilarious to me. But I got to give something else the cake. You know, he, he took pictures on Instagram. You know, he was sleeping with the cup, wouldn't let any girls or his dog or anybody sleep in bed with him. He wanted the cup. That's all fine and dandy. But I think the funniest thing I saw was he was doing snow angels in a pond. With random people while he was hammered drunk. And it just was full on No, and this guy was having literally the absolute time of his life. And he could get away with anything. It was hilarious. I remember falling into a pond at the mall when I was a kid. And that was embarrassing. This guy just dived in and started doing snow angels and splashing everywhere. A grown ass man just won the Stanley Cup. And he is having the time of his life. I love it. I love it.
1: Yeah, I mean, he he can do that stuff because he can back that up on the ice. I mean, obviously, Alex Ovechkin is a great NHL player. He'll go down as one of the greats, and you know, this is just the crowning jewel of his career. And I think he's a, most definitely a Hall of Famer now with that Stanley Cup.
0: Well, either way, he's had so many MVPs, so many goals. I mean, I don't I don't think it does it even. I think he would have been a Hall of Famer anyways. But you look at him now captain you know he's led that washington capitals team forever and if there's anybody who deserves it it's him he's gotten beat out so many times in crappy circumstances with crappy teams you know everybody you could compare him to the next person we're going to talk to and lebron talk about lebron james and he was just trying to make it work scoring 50 goals every other year and uh he finally got it so i'm happy for the man yeah so now, like I said, we're going to get a little into a little LeBron talk, and we already know what happened in the finals, but everybody's been arguing, and all these rumors, and all these conspiracies, and all these thoughts and prayers, but, you know, LeBron's a free agent, and I want your fast answer right now, where's LeBron going in free agency?
1: Philadelphia.
0: You really think he's going to play with Ben Simmons, and Why?
1: Well, to me, it comes down to Philadelphia and the Lakers. Those are the two that are, in my mind, people talking crazy no. about him. But I don't think he goes to the Lakers because – There's
0: no way he goes to the Lakers. Everybody's crazy, man. Everybody's crazy.
1: You got to remember, there's the whole LeVar Ball aspect to the Lakers now. That's Oh, that's, oh,
0: that's, oh I know. And Who cares about that? Not me. Not LeBron.
1: LeBron I, cares. I'll tell you right no, now, LeBron no. cares.
0: But what I'm saying by LeBron cares is that he doesn't want to deal with that. When I say I don't care, I don't want to deal with that shit.
1: Yep, that's exactly what I think it's like. I think if the Lakers passed on Lonzo and they drafted somebody else and they don't have Lonzo on the team right now, I think the Lakers are the odds-on favorites. But, you know, he's going to be the main ball carrier, the main guy on the Lakers. And you also got to remember another thing. Isaiah Thomas is on the Lakers now. That didn't work out. I,
0: I don't know why we're even talking about this. I asked you if you think you're going to Philadelphia. Why is he going to Philadelphia?
1: Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, and a top 10 pick in this year's draft. I mean, they can build a young team around LeBron where he doesn't have to carry everybody like he did on Cleveland this year. And I think, you know, he could really, him and Ben Simmons, you know, being those big point guards. It's gonna it's gonna be matchup nightmares for teams playing against someone. I think that he ends up having a great year in Philadelphia and I think they go to the finals.
0: Well, see, and the reason why I think Philadelphia is probably a good fit is because LeBron wouldn't even LeBron wouldn't even have to leave Cleveland. LeBron wouldn't no. even No, LeBron could still keep his family in Cleveland. Have a place out in Philly. Doesn't even matter. That's like a three hours whatever, it doesn't make a difference. Oh, everybody was talking about LA, and I've had everybody tell me, oh, Braun's going to LA. I've said this from the LA wanted Braun. There was rumors that Braun was gonna go to LA when before he was even in high school. Okay. LeBron is not going to LA. There is nothing about LA that says LeBron wants anything to do with it. No. There's Isaiah Thomas. There's a whole bunch of young talent that is not developed, including problem people, aka Lonzo Ball. And there is, he's going to go get coached by Luke Walton. You think? No, he's going to go try and live up It's not that he ever could, because it's already too late for him to live up to any other Lakers legacy, you know, with Kobe playing 22 years, getting six, six or five or six rings, fucking Kareem, all the magic, all these people at Lakers. Why would you try to go make a legacy out in LA? That makes absolutely no sense. You've already been to eight straight finals. You're not making or winning eight more. Okay? And that's just, that's just the fact of the matter. If you want to go do something big, you're going to go to a place like Philadelphia, or if the cap space can work out, and you really want to make some, you know, shakeups happen, Houston, something crazy like that. But there's no way that if LeBron wants to win, even if you I don't even think LeBron could take L.A. to as far as he took Cleveland because they would implode.
1: Yeah, no. Uh, my only thing with Houston is doesn't matter if they can clear up the cap space. I don't think LeBron would – I think LeBron's head would explode if he gets out on the court with James Harden dribbling the ball for 30 seconds before he jacks an off-balance three. LeBron would lose his mind.
0: Well, I think it would be a completely different dynamic no matter where LeBron goes, but I really think the best place of LeBron would be in New Orleans, and that would be my favorite place ever because that's Championship, uh, that's championship City. If you look at Anthony Davis – drop that boogie cousins contract give it all to lebron james you got solid pieces around you who already won a playoff series somebody who down low who doesn't take the ball he gets the ball and does what he can and i think that if lebron went to new orleans that would be an incredible team
1: that's a very, it's a very interesting i never even thought of that that's very interesting to think about
0: well that's that's drew holiday at the point it's not like he's a shooter he's a, he's a distributor you know you you even have a couple guys that you can rotate it at the two down there and it, it'll work out. They had success. So I, my pick would be to the new Orleans Pelicans, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And I'm sure we'll come back to this topic at some time. I just wanted to shock value this right now. So I have one more topic for you, Sean. And it's something that I actually just came out today for our Detroit Tigers and their fan base. Our, million dollar, hundred, two hundred trillion dollar man and triple crown winner Miguel Cabrera is now out for the season with a torn tendon in his bicep and he basically hasn't produced for years and it's, it's basically looking like it's going to be the end of his career. So, I mean, what do you take from this and why do the Tigers not try to do something with this contract?
1: Well, they don't try and do something with the contract because there's nothing to do. I mean, and obviously a team, doesn't matter how much of the salary, a portion of it is Detroit eats, they're not going to be able to trade his contract. You know, upwards of almost $30 million a year, even if Detroit takes seven or eight, which is what they've done for Prince Fielder and Justin Verlander to make trades happen. It's still too much for a team for a mid-30s first baseman who is on a steep decline in his career. So it's going to come down to how much money is left on that contract at the end of the year. And if the Illiches want to just write Miguel Cabrera a big fat check and say thank you, but um, it's their time's done here, which I don't think they do. I don't think the players, you know, they're in cost-cutting mode. They're not going to buy out $100 million. But it's just an odd situation to me because Miguel Cabrera was obviously for such a long time such a great hitter. And it's like the past two years, you know, he's said that he's played hurt, but uh,
0: he's played hurt in his
1: career before, but it's never looked like this.
0: Well, you got to remember, first of all, Miguel Cabrera is getting old and there's nothing wrong with it. And I, I just like he said, I don't think the Illegis will ever cut him a check, but I do believe the man deserves a big old thank you. I've never seen a better hitter in a Detroit Tigers uniform in my lifetime. Most people have never seen a better hitter in a Detroit Tigers uni- uniform ever. In some people's opinion, but regardless, uh, if he irregardless, if he's going to if he, if he's going to stick around, it's going to be in a DH role. They're going to have to cut off Victor Martinez and say what you just said. Hey, thanks a lot. Bye bye. And Miguel's going to be sticking around for a while. But the thing is, is everybody has known and everybody will know. Miguel's not a triple crown winner no more. He isn't what he used to be. And guess what? Now he's going to get cut from my fantasy team because that's yet another one off for the year.
1: Yeah, um, Miguel Cabrera is just, I don't know, it's an interesting situation. You know, his relationship with the fans kind of taken a turn lately too.
0: So it's going to be a very long time for him until 2022. Of course. Now, thank you very much, Sean. I know you've had a very, very busy time the last few weeks in Indianapolis, so thank you for joining us, as always. Oh, you're welcome. Now, we would like Sean and I to express our thanks to all of our listeners. Thank you for joining us every week, as always. We like to encourage you to share, like, favorite, blah, blah, blah. I don't have to get into it. You know the you know the drill, but we're still trying to have more people listen. So let's get those out there. And without further ado, we'll cut off our little quick hit episode. And as always, I'm Jake Adnip.
1: I'm Sean DeWire.
0: Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your week.